Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community. And today is slightly different to normal because I don't have any guests today. I just thought I would take this opportunity to review the, the year of podcasting so far and talk about this venture. So that's what it's going to be. After today's episode, I'm going to take a little festive break, give myself a bit of time to relax, and then we'll be back uh, in the new year with lots more guests. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. Now it's time to go off script and find out the true story about this show. So, let's begin. Let's just look back to the beginning. And it's pretty much just coming up to a year since this podcast idea was even conceived. Now, I received a message on New Year's Day last year from Emma Bird herself saying that she'd come up with an idea for a podcast where it would give a spotlight to the various members of the ever-growing LCI community. And I couldn't believe it when she contacted me as a potential person to, you know, to run the show, to be the voice of the show. And she basically, she left the idea with me. We had a brief uh, chat about what the show could be. And and then she sort of left me to come up with the idea. And I think at the time it was really just she'd had this idea and she thought it would be a good future thing. I don't think she expected me to just fully run with the idea the way that I did as quickly as I did. So basically I was asked on New Year's Day. I think New Year's Day was a Friday. It seems to stick out to me as a Friday. Um, and then. Basically, it was a Friday leading into a weekend. I was still off school. I was going back some point the next week, but I can't remember when off the top of my head. And I I just got so excited by the idea. Now, I didn't know how to do a podcast. I, I have a history of music and things, but the technical side of things was never really my forte. But I was so excited, I jumped straight on to my computer and I researched everything that I needed to know to start a podcast. Now, interestingly, having a podcast had been in the back of my mind for quite a few years. It'd been something I'd been toying with the idea of, but I never really had a reason to start or, you know, I was always very busy. And starting a podcast about something, you know, it was, where was I going to find the time? to get guests and all that kind of thing. So I always sort of liked the idea of it, but I didn't know how to run a podcast. But then here comes Emma saying she'd like a podcast. She thinks I, I was the person for the job. And that was really, you know, the spark that I needed to, to get this fire going. Because within a day, I knew everything that I needed to know to get started. And I was coming up with you know, a plan for how the show could run. And after a discussion with Emma, it was actually sort of discussed that it would be like Parkinson. 
but for members of the LCI community, you know, really give a chance to to tell their story. And, you know, me being new to it, I really wanted it to be a success. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do things, but I started to come up with like a bit of a, a bit of a script really. So, if you listen to early episodes, definitely I think the first 10 to 15 the format is a bit different because I'd created this format and I would ask a very particular set of questions and you know it definitely followed a format but as time progressed the show just sort of became its own thing and whereas in the early shows I was very set on right I need to ask these questions I need to lead to this I need to lead to that I learned as the show went on that my style was was different to what I thought my style was going to be and that people were actually quite happy to talk to me and they would open up about certain things and all we really needed to do was turn the camera on hit record and just have a chat there's always some leading questions uh, you know just to get us started but then I realized the show was better if I didn't necessarily have planned questions. I would just see where the show goes, see where the conversation takes us. And one of the things I'm really proud about, actually, is, you know, people that do listen to the show and have spoken to me about it, they always tell me that they love my questions. And I'm particularly proud about that because I don't plan the questions in advance like I did very early on in the show. I just listen to what is being said to me and then I let my brain just go off on a tangent and think oh yeah let's talk about this let's talk about that or I store things from earlier in the chat and I know that I can circle back to that later and yeah that's that's how the show works really now what else I love about the show is how it's really it's brought me closer to a lot of, of people in the LCI community. It's been my way in to talk to people by giving them this opportunity to, you know, tell us their story. It's actually given me an opportunity to talk to them. Some of them I already knew well-ish and some of them I didn't really know at all. But from this podcast, you know, I am super connected to people in in a really positive way. And I love that aspect of it. And what I also love is that, you know, I've spoken to people that have listened to the show and they feel connected to the people that they've listened to the episodes of in the same way that I do from being there, having the conversation. Um, and I think I think that's what I'm particularly proud of about the show is it's a show where when people are here and they're talking to me, they feel relaxed and they feel comfortable to talk. And sometimes people feel too comfortable and I've had to edit out a few things where people have said, oh, I actually said that and I was happy to say it to you, but I, d I don't want it to be said to others. So every now and again, there's a, a little bit of an edit that not so much now. I think uh, in the earlier days, I was perhaps probing a little deeper. You know, I wanted to, to really dig deep and, and get some get some great stories. Um, but as, it, as the show evolved, you know, it became... a a thing of I wasn't really digging and people were offering up information and they knew the situation and they were happy for whatever they were saying to be in the show. So, yeah, as the show has gone on over the year, it's really evolved and 
I I thought it might be this onerous thing. Like when we first started it, we were still in not quite lockdown, but we were in a situation of certainly uh, not being quite back to normal yet. So people were still very much at home a lot, not going out. So I had a bit more time on my hands than I do in normal life. Other people had time on their hands, so it was easier to sort of arrange to meet with people. When it became a real challenge, I think, was when this last September, I fully sort of got back to normal routines. I was back in work on a fairly normal schedule. Uh, The rest of my life had opened up and, and things such as my badminton I, I'm a badminton player, so you know my team were back together playing again, and life started to get very busy. And I thought, oh, maybe that was going to be a challenge. But I love the show so much that I've managed to make it work, and and I hope that I can continue to make it work moving forwards. Um, there's been some more recent developments in the show in that it started off as just let's get people on, let's talk about their story, you know, let's have their story told, but then. Um, over time, it's become, oh yeah, well, we can still have people on talk about their story, but now we can just talk about topics as well, because it's great to just get guests back, members of the LCI community, and just discuss uh, various improv topics with them. And I really have enjoyed that side of things as well, just giving people an opportunity to come back on the show and, and to feel special again. I, th- I think that's one of the things I really love about the show, actually, feeling special. You're a guest on a show, and you're a guest on a show that's been listened to you know quite a lot. We're just a small little show, and we've reached over 4,000 downloads now, as discussed last week, and you know that in itself uh, blows my mind. Here is little old me doing my best to try and put a show together that I'm proud of that shows off LCI and all its glory and you know people like it and it's niche I get that but the people that it's for are enjoying it and I really want to try and keep it going for as long as those people are enjoying it and I want to get people involved more and just keep growing the show I I think I definitely need this little break at Christmas, but rest assured I will be back in the new year. Now, what I thought it would be nice to do is just to go through and just very briefly look at each episode and just talk very briefly about it. So we're going to start with the trailer. It's not even an episode. Now, I mentioned about the, the first sort of day or two of me learning everything about podcasts. It was actually... In that period, when I put a trailer together, I very quickly came up with something that I thought would be good in terms of like a, a script for a trailer. And just using my phone, I recorded it and then I edited it on my computer, sent it to Emma and said, oh, what do you think about this for a trailer? She she loved it. She had some ideas, tweaked it ever so slightly, did it again. And yeah, she was fully on board. And then we put the trailer out really quickly we found a podcasting platform as well that was that was key finding a good podcasting platform we use simplecast there were many to choose from um but i liked the simplecast actually was quite simple so for someone that you know I, i hadn't been doing podcasting before and i'm relatively tech savvy but at the same time 
I didn't want something too complicated because I was already learning lots of new skills in terms of putting the podcast together. So Simplecast was the, I think, the perfect match for this show. So we're happy to keep working with Simplecast moving forward. And yeah, so we put the trailer out there and then it was a case of, right, well, we need to sort some guests. And initially, I, you know, I'd been spending a lot of time with LCI. During the pandemic, in particular, I was online two, three, four times a week with lots of awesome improvisers. And that really gave me a great sort of in, in terms of getting members of LCI on as guests. And I opted for Heather Dickinson as my first guest. Um, You know, what I knew about Heather as an improviser was awesome. And I really wanted to get her on and hear her story and find out about her because, as I said earlier, this is my opportunity to get to really know the the people that I love improvising with. And Heather was someone that I thought, yeah, I, I, I'm really interested by her story because she'd given me like little bits of story here and there, uh, you know, outside of the improv sessions. And I thought, oh, Heather seems like someone... That would be a great first guest. And she was. She had lots to say. Um, And I really enjoyed that show. But equally, I love listening to some of the earlier things like the interview with Heather and then listening to the later episodes and just think, well, yeah, how, how different the show is. And part of me thinks I'd love to get Heather back on and sort of have the same kind of chat, but in the style that the show is now, instead of going for these very definite questions all the time. Uh, So that is possibly something I could do. You know, I get on well with Heather and maybe she'll be open to coming back in some form to the show. Who knows? So episode one was done. I was very happy, very uh, pleased with how it turned out. And then we put the show out there and I was delighted with the response, like genuinely um, happy with, with how well it went down. And I was very keen early on to make sure that I wasn't under pressure. I didn't want to be chasing episodes every week. So I tried to bank up a few. So I did the Heather interview and very quickly then I interviewed Mark Turpin and Michael Ananins. They were episodes two and three. And the episode with Mark was great because Mark is an awesome guy and he's a great improviser and really supportive He's known as the mayor of improv. I'm sure you know, if you're listening to this, chances are you know who Mark Turpin is. And if you don't, go back and listen to episode two because you can find out all about him there. Um, So I loved getting into Mark's story. And then along came Michael for episode three. And Michael had the most fascinating story. And that was when it really hit me. Yes, like this is, we can really get some great stories because... Um, I always say, and I say this in a show a lot, you know, it's often the most ordinary people have the most extraordinary stories. And, and that's why I love this show. In fact, when I said earlier about often thinking about trying to start a podcast in the past, the idea that I'd, I had sort of settled on a little while back, oh, if I ever did a, a podcast, it would just be focused on talking to various people that I had encountered in life and you know hearing their story of how they got to where they got to so 
it's funny how this show then came along and kind of brought that into reality. And Michael talked about some very deep things. And I think what what he spoke about was, first of all, you know, awesome of him, brave of him to talk about that in such a public forum. But how great for those listening to hear everything that he had to say. He He really went into a lot of detail about, you know, his struggles, but also about all of the wonderful things that he's done in his life and the people that he's met and the situations he's been in. And I think that was a great episode. And then episode four was the the first time I had Dave Hodgson on. And that sparked something different in the show as well. Because when I was talking to Dave, I recall that we started to go off topic a bit and, and start to talk about superheroes and things like that. Just And that was really the first time that I think I was really actively listening and, and trying to come up with questions on the spot that that would make sense to, to what we were talking about. And then the show started to evolve. Episode five, we had San. And, you know, I didn't really know San very well at the time, but I loved the chat with San so much. And since then, we've become very good friends, actually. And, you know, I'm really pleased about that. And, you know, San had some some really deep things to talk about as well. And I loved that she felt comfortable to talk about it. Then episode six, we had Linda Aaron on. And that was awesome because Linda is someone that I improvised with a lot. And at the time, I'd done a lot of improv with her, but didn't know really anything about her personal life. And she, again, was very open and she had a really interesting story to tell. And I loved that chat. And then episode seven with Angela Langley. She is an incredible improviser. But again, I didn't really know her very well at the time. And when I interviewed her, it was it was great because it sort of it really connected us in a way we hadn't been connected before. And now I see Angela on the improv circuit all the time. And it's great because she's not just my fellow improviser when I see her now, she's my friend. And I feel like we became friends through this show, which, uh, if nothing else, like the friendships I've created from the show is, is the legacy of the show. Um, episode eight with Jeff, that was an incredible episode as well, because Jeff has been through a lot and he was very open and he spoke so positively. And I, I, yeah, again, I didn't really know Jeff very well before the the chat with him. And since that episode, again, Jeff and I were very good friends. And we re- regularly improvise together. But, you know, there's more there's more to it than improv now. You know, we're friends. And this is this is crazy. This came from just having a chat on this podcast. And I love it. And then episode nine and ten. I had Helen Doyle and then Jojo, although she was billed as Joe Ross. Uh, you know, I know her as Jojo. I'm sure you guys listening know her as Jojo. And they both had, you know, great stories to tell. And it was still in a very formative stage. So I'd had I'd had some some really great interviews at this point, and then I was really getting into my groove 
sort of about episode 9, 10. And then along comes episode 11, Chrissy Kitchener. And she was awesome. Again, I didn't really know her very well at the time, but now I, I feel uh, that I can call her a, a good friend. And that was great because she flipped the interview a bit at one point and she started interviewing me. And that, again, added something new to the show. And other people have done that since. They've, they've flipped it around and they've started interviewing me a little bit. Uh, but yeah, episode 11 was, was great for that. And again, episode 11 was... It was me starting to think, oh, yeah, the show doesn't have to just be me asking these set questions all the time. And then episode 12 comes along. Hannah McGowan, excellent improviser, and she had a great story to tell. And then episode 13 with Jen Kenny, again, incredible improviser. So much knowledge uh, came from, from that episode, and I was really happy to sort of share her knowledge with everybody. And again, I was still developing the show, developing how it should go. And then episode 14 with Jenna McCaffrey. Now, Jenna is a great improviser and a great friend. We And we'd met through LCI, through improv. And, you know, we'd formed that friendship before the show. But then that meant when we did the show, it was just two good friends having a chat. You know, we'd already sort of formed a good friendship through improv and... That episode, it was it was just us having an opportunity to really sit down and, and chat about our lives. And I remember we we drifted off into a big chat about education because we both work in education. And again, that was a moment where I thought, oh yeah, you know, there can be a lot more to this show than just talking about improv-related things. And then the episode with Liz Hardy, episode fifteen. We spoke a lot about her family, and then I didn't know like how really how awesome her daughter was. Well, she she has more than one daughter, but Jen Hardy is a fantastic improviser who is so like knowledgeable about about it, and she now teaches at LCI, and she's just this massive ball of improv energy, and she's awesome. So when I was interviewing Liz, I didn't know Jen at the time. And, you know, I was hearing about her from a mother's perspective. And then when I did eventually meet Jen, interviewing her for the podcast, actually, uh, I was I was sort of blown away. She, she was, yeah, she was everything that Liz had said she was and more. Episode 16 with Kat was awesome because um, it turned out we had a lot in common in terms of uh, geekery. <laughs> we, we, that was just a big geek fest about um, th- well, all things geeky. And again, we really strayed away from improv in that chat, but it was a fun chat. Joanna Case was episode 17. Claire McGrath, episode 18. And that was, again, improvises. I had done a fair amount of improv with particularly Joanna, uh, but didn't really know anything about them. We hadn't really connected outside of improv, so... They were both very different, but very fascinating interviews. And yeah, gave a real insight into to things I'd, I'd not even really considered speaking about on the show. Episode 19 was with uh, Jess Naptine Hodgkinson from Glossop Improv. And yeah, she's so knowledgeable about improv and our, our chat was awesome. And 
it's that was a weird one for me because I'm a big member of LCI, but I, I'm also a member of Glossop Improv, and I I spend a lot of time going to the Glossop Improv things where Jess is the person that's sort of running everything, and then all of a sudden tables were turned, and I was the one sort of leading. And she was answering my questions. So, so that was a fun episode for me to do. Episode 20 with Isaac, or Isaac. I'm pronouncing his name terribly. Uh, but that was that was cool because that was international. He was in Spain. And we started off speaking about improv. And then we ended up talking about horror movies and Disney and all sorts. So that was a lot of fun. 21, episode 21 with Mart. Now, I'd encountered Mart a little bit but not a lot, and I just loved how chill he was, like, his his vibes he was giving off, I just felt so relaxed talking to him, and what I also loved about talking to Mark was he'd been listening to all of the episodes, and, um, you know, he was really happy to come on the show, because he was a fan of the show, and that was, that was a great moment for me to realise, oh yeah, you know, people... People are listening and they're liking the show and, you know, they're keen to come on. I think in the early days of the show, it was a bit of a challenge sometimes getting people to come on the show because there was nothing really to point them in the direction of and say, go listen to that, have a listen to the show and see what you think. So to have someone that really wanted to come on, he was delighted when I asked him and he was lovely to talk to at the time. And yeah, I love the fact that, oh yeah, he's actually coming on to a show that he listens to. So that was kind of my first realisation of that. Oh yeah, people are listening and people are keen to come on. Uh, episode 22 with David Jones. That was a great episode as well. He's he's a very talented uh, artist and it was great to talk about that. And then that leads into episode 23. Now, that was one I was very apprehensive about because I interviewed my partner Seki and I was worried about how the interview would play out and if it would you know work well us as a couple having this chat but I was super proud with how it turned out um so yeah 23 I guess will always hold a special place in my heart because of some of the things Seki said she she was very honest and open and I loved that chat uh, and then that led to another international guest, this time all the way in America with EJ. Now, EJ, speaking of balls of energy like he did before, EJ was incredible to speak to and what a life story she has got. And I feel I could probably do a whole podcast series on her life. Uh, so EJ is definitely one to go back and check out if you've not checked out yet. Episode 25 was a special edition because I was the actual guest. So there had been times where people had flipped the show a little bit and they'd started asking me questions. But this time it was me actually on as the guest and Jeff came back to the show and he hosted and he asked me the questions and he did a fantastic job. So good a job that I was worried there. Oh, crikey. If I don't... Uh... If I don't keep on top of my standards here, Jeff could be taking my job off me because he was he was fantastic, very well prepared and had some great ideas. So, yeah, loved, loved episode 25. And again, massive thanks to Jeff for coming back doing that. Episode 26 and 27 were with a couple of boss birds and Helen wasn't a boss bird at the time. So episode 26 was Andre and episode 27 was Helen Jones and... Again, 
really interesting interviews. So if you haven't listened to those and you're a member of the LCI community, you're bound to know Andrew and Helen and they've got great stories to tell. So go back and check them out. Episode 28 didn't start out as an autism in improv special, but after the episode and the way that James Fennell had spoken about autism in improv, I turned it into an autism in improv special and I was really proud of how that one turned out. So, um, massive thanks to James again for coming on and being so open. Episode 29 was with Carol Carr and Carol, again, really fascinating life. And it was awesome to get the opportunity to to talk to her about her various experiences and yeah, great episode. And then episode 30 came along a bit of a milestone. I thought episode 30. So we got Emma Bird herself the mother of LCI to come on and I feel like I could have spoken to Emma forever. What an exciting, interesting path she has been on to get to where she is and, you know, it's thanks to her that the show exists that I'm talking to you today. It's thanks to her that so many great things have happened for so many of us that are part of LCI. So it was really great to talk to Emma. And then episode 31 with Eilish, episode 32 with Anki. They are both really fun people to talk to. And I I love those conversations Um, and the way they played out. You know, Eilish has got a very interesting life away from improv. And Anki, she's she's a cheeky one. And she kept me on my toes in the interview, uh, but I love doing it. Episode 33 with Lakshmi was awesome because Lakshmi has got this incredible reputation in the world of improv and it was very easy for me to see why when I spoke to her. She just oozes improv, you know, and yeah, it was great to talk to her. Episode 34 with Andy was awesome. I didn't really know Andy Kane other than we'd done a few online LCI Wednesday night sessions together and then I find out he's... He's this incredible guy that does so much good for so many people. Uh, so definitely someone worth connecting with. Uh, episode 35 with Neve was fun because I hadn't realized how, n- not just how young she still is, but how young she was when she got into improv. So, you know, it was interesting hearing about someone actually getting into improv with people a lot older than her and and still finding her way. And yeah, great story to tell. Episode 36, spoke about her already, but Jen Hardy. You know, if you're in the LCI community, chances are you've encountered Jen now as she is um, one of the regular teachers. And she's so well-versed in improv uh, in many ways, I I guess I felt a bit out of my depth talking to her because I still consider myself quite new to improv, but I learned so much from speaking to her, and that was awesome. 37, episode 37 with Frank Kennedy. Frank is someone that I've encountered here and there in improv, and again, what a great story to tell. His life story was super interesting. So I'm just going through all of these things, and really, you know, a lot of you, you might have heard these episodes already, but I guess if you haven't, uh, hopefully what I'm saying will, will spark something in you to, to go and uh, check out some of the episodes you've not yet checked out during the, the festive break that we're on. Episode 38 was something I was really pleased with because it was on a whim. 
because uh, there was a mix-up with a guest and then I was concerned that I wasn't going to have an episode to put out, so I just came up with something on the spot. Got Seki to do it with me and we spoke about the transition back to improv in real life and I really love that episode because it sort of sparked a new direction for the show because that was when it, it really became a thing. Oh yeah, we don't just have to talk about people and their introduction to improv and their journey. We can talk about topics of improv. And then episode 39 with Guy, Guy Ridgeway, that was great because he was someone that I'd not really encountered in, well, I hadn't encountered him online at all. I encountered him very briefly before the pandemic and um, and then we connected for the podcast and what a great story he had to tell. Again, he was very open and honest and spoke about his struggles in his life and how he's um, you know, overcome various obstacles and got to where he is today. And that kind of led nicely into episode 40, which was a special all about well-being in improv, where we got to welcome back the mayor of improv himself, Mark Turpin. So that was a great chat. And then uh, episode 41 with Anna McKenzie was was great because that was um, having done the well-being special. It was great to get back to, her. oh, yeah, this is where the show started. It's just getting someone's story, finding their journey into improv. And then episode 42, Is Improv Really for Everyone? That was a great opportunity for me to get a, a really old friend of mine and have a chat about improv and his acting and, and why perhaps improv isn't really for everyone. Episode 43 and 44 were awesome because Becky Webb and Dr. Ron are two incredible improvisers with two very different backgrounds in improv, but two really interesting stories of to how they got into improv and the sort of improv they do. So talking to them was awesome. And then the last few episodes where we've had the game of the scene episode where Dave Hodgson came back to the show. We've had the friendship and improv episode where San came back to the show. And then we had the shindig shenanigans where it was a live podcast. I'd taken snippets from our live show and put it together. And then just uh, last week's episode, it was reviewing that show with Jeff. So <laughs> I've just talked you through uh, the journey of the show to this point. And everyone I mentioned there is a big part of the show because, uh, you know, they've come on and they've opened up and they've been happy to, to sort of lay it all bare and, and tell their story. And I'm just really appreciative of everyone that's come on and I'm appreciative of everyone that listens and everyone that shares posts and I'm yeah I'm ready for this little break but I'm super excited for what will come I'm going to recharge a little and then look to the the new year I've got some great ideas for guests but I'm always open for new ideas as well so I'm really keen to get new guests on that haven't been on the show before but they are part of the LCI community I know there's a great batch of um, newbies on the beginners course so if you're listening or someone that is listening that knows them then get in touch with me because I'd love to get some of the new crop of LCI 
on the show and I now get people messaging me with ideas for things that they'd like to talk about as a guest and that's awesome because that's what I've been asking for and it's what I'll continue to ask for if you've got any great ideas for this show in terms of you know an episode idea something we can discuss or someone we can talk to then please get in touch with me or with Emma because I really really love hearing your ideas and I'm excited every time I hear a new idea about the possibilities so I think I I've probably said all I need to say it's been a wonderful year and I I look forward to what next year has in store you know the world is opening up a lot more and there's going to be a lot more opportunities for live improv and a lot more opportunities to meet people in person and and mix in real life situations and I think there's a lot to look forward to but online is not going away and the connections that we've made with people all over the world are still there it's not as easy I guess because people are very busy now so it's not as easy to connect with everyone Uh, because people don't necessarily have the time they're not just sat around their house waiting for improv they've got other things to do but if you are a regular listener to the show or if you are a sporadic listener or perhaps this is your first time thank you for listening thank you for supporting the show and during this break feel free to go back and listen to some episodes that you might have listened to before but I think it's very easy to forget things very quickly. You know, if you're a podcast listener, chances are you listen to lots of podcasts and you take in so much information and only little bits of it stick. So go back and listen to some some previous episodes. And you know, second time round, it's it's fun. Like I I listen to each episode. Well, I'm there live when I do the conversation, and then I listen back to it when I'm actually editing it all together and then I always listen to it a third time when it when it actually comes out it just it's just a great great feeling and every time I listen to it for that third time once it's actually been released I often think oh yeah I'd forgotten about that bit of the chat oh yeah I'd forgotten about that bit of the chat because uh, you know, we're humans, but there's a lot going on in our minds and it's very easy to forget. So the show, it's always there for you. Go back and check it out and hopefully, you know, enjoy it again. Sometimes, as I've said, like on second listen, it, it can sound different because you pick up on different things. So there we go. That is that is all I wanted to do, really. I just wanted to thank you and just talk about the year and talk about the journey of the show and, and what a year it's been like 2021 has been a year of growth and change in my life incredibly so you know the pandemic came along and changed a lot of things for a lot of people and it wasn't all positive but I've been able to find a lot of positivity in this time and I hope that just by listening to the show, you know, it's it's put a little bit of positivity into your life. So thank you very much for listening. Have a great festive period, everyone. You know, enjoy that time with your loved ones. Hopefully you'll get time to chill. Like I'm hoping to get a bit of time to chill myself. 
and we'll come back in the new year refreshed and you know just keen to really get stuck in so lots more improv now if you're interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene then all the info you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk you can also check us out on facebook by searching for liverpool comedy improv and on twitter and instagram we are at live comedy improv don't forget that our facebook page is really our main port of call for the show. We post trailers there every Thursday. We post links to the new episode there every Monday. So do uh, follow us on Facebook. Give us a like, spread the word, and you know keep you connected to the show. I've said this already, but if you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, or you've got some great ideas for show topics, then please get in touch with me over them a bit and we will make the arrangements as soon as possible and if you are listening on apple podcasts and i know lots of you do because i've checked the stats uh, don't forget that giving us a positive review on there you know five stars and writing something nice about the show really helps to boost the show i am easy to find on social media if you're interested in connecting with me in any way you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and youtube Currently on YouTube, I still have a weekly a weekly video series where I post a humorous moment every Wednesday. It's just a silly little joke to help put a smile on your face on hump day. And I, yeah, I'd love it if you could go and check it out. Also, over the festive period, I've got some festive songs on my YouTube channel from my songwriting days when I used to do charity records where children would go into a recording studio and, you know, we'd work uh, on recording them, singing a song that I'd written and each year that I did it, the the money raised would go to a different local charity. It was always something I, I was very happy to do. I think I did it for about nine years and it always meant that I was writing Christmas songs in the peak of the summer, which was always interesting because I always needed to be ready to go back and get things ready in plenty of time with children before the Christmas period came along. And it was always a fun challenge, writing new Christmas song Uh, you know it's hard enough writing one Christmas song um, but to try and write a new one every year and try and make it different to the to the previous ones I always enjoyed that challenge and yeah if you can go to my YouTube and check out the the songs that I did with children there's a playlist of them so check out the playlist you know I'd really love it if you could uh, listen and perhaps share some of those and spread a little bit of festive cheer and a lot of the children I did those with are now adults they contact me sometimes and tell me how much they love that experience and how they felt like superstars and I just I'm really happy to give them the opportunity to go to a recording studio like that and feel like superstars so yeah well there we go that pretty much brings us to the end thanks for just listening to me waffle on for all of this time um, I really appreciate you listening and I'm really pleased that you are listening to this show and uh, lots of you you're listening regularly and I really look forward to what is to come in the new year. Have a good festive period, everyone. I'll see you all soon. But before we go, here are some words that are wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv. And yes, and...